The Subscription Box Show, episode 63. There's a lot to learn when it comes to e-commerce and subscription boxes. Whether you're a new or existing business, your list of questions can seem endless and daunting. Welcome to The Subscription Box Show, where you'll hear high-quality, unbiased views and strategies from top industry leaders. Whether we're talking one-on-one with business professionals or deep diving into thought-provoking case studies, we'll find the answers to your questions because this is the show you've been waiting for. Now, let's think inside the box with your host, Eric Music. Welcome to the Subscription Box Show. I'm your host, Eric Music, and I want to help you build, grow, and even start your very own subscription box business. Tune in three days a week as I interview the top entrepreneurs, leaders, and subscription box owners in the industry. You'll be able to take their knowledge, experience, and expertise and apply it to your business. Today is our weekly Friday segment called Focus Friday, where we deep dive into a subject that is specific to the subscription box industry. And in this episode, we discuss the pre-launch. So I can't wait to dive into today's Focus Friday. But first, I want to quickly ask you to please share this podcast with anyone you think would benefit from it. If you know anyone who's starting or owns a subscription box business, maybe they love online business, e-commerce, or just simply fans of subscription boxes, then let them know about this show. Please send them over to this podcast website, thesubscriptionboxshow.com, where they can find out more about us, catch up on every episode, and see what we're all about. You'll also be able to find all the links needed to share and all other information in the show notes. Make sure to also join our Facebook group where we talk shop, talk business, but on the lighter side of things. And the reason for that is to help build the community with real relationships and friendships for us subscription box entrepreneurs. I'd also ask you to please rate and review the show if you haven't already on iTunes, or at the very least, please hit that subscribe and follow button if you like this show. The downloads and reviews is what will keep this show going. So thanks in advance for that, and thank you for taking the time out of your lives for listening to this podcast. I truly appreciate every single one of you. This episode is proudly sponsored by Louis and Leia, which is actually our subscription box. So if you're pregnant or know someone who is and need a gift for them, well, then all you have to do is visit louisandleia.com and see why they offer the number one gift options for any expecting mom and baby in your life. That's louisandleia.com, and the link is in the show notes. Now, without further ado, let's get into today's Focus Friday, the pre-launch. Hey, everyone, welcome here. So if this is your first ever Focus Friday, this is the solo show of the week where I tackle different aspects of the subscription box business. And on this episode, I want to talk to you entrepreneurs out there who are just starting out or thinking of starting about something that is very key to your foundation, the pre-launch. What is the pre-launch? What's its purpose? And what are some actionable things that you can do for it? Well, let me start by saying this is an area where we screwed up on our box. As you might or might not know, my wife and I run a subscription box company out of our home up here in Canada. It's a proud sponsor of the show. It's called Louis and Leia, and they're actually sponsoring this episode here. But when we launched, we made the mistake of not taking the pre-launch seriously, and it did cost us. It cost us time. It cost us money. So without sounding too dramatic, I'd say it's probably one of the biggest mistakes we've made when we started. But that being said, 
If you've already launched and you didn't do a pre-launch, that's okay. We missed that boat and we still survived. So is it absolutely necessary? I guess it's not, but I'd still, I would still strongly, strongly recommend if you're just starting out to please take it seriously. And I would strongly suggest that you do absolutely do a pre-launch. So what's a pre-launch and what's its purpose? We always hear about the pre-launch when I'm interviewing different entrepreneurs and that sort of thing. But essentially, a pre-launch is something you put together so that when you do launch, you don't hear crickets. It's to bring awareness of your offer and it's to bring some excitement so that when you do launch, you have softened people to your product, your offer, and hopefully get them excited and maybe even buy. Part of the purpose of the pre-launch is to gain an audience, gain some traction prior to officially launching. So hopefully you've already validated your idea. But if you weren't sure if your idea was indeed fully validated, then the pre-launch will also help solidify that. So if I had to break it down into some steps, just to number them, I guess I'd say these are the numbers or the steps to run a successful pre-launch. So number one, awareness. I'd say for driving awareness, you probably want to at least do this at least one month before, probably ideally eight weeks, maybe you know closer to two months four to six weeks for sure, somewhere's in there, um, is a good time frame to build awareness. Number two, finding your ideal audience. What problems is your product solving? Number three, creating an email list for that audience you've identified via lead magnets or whatever, which could be any free or gated piece of content that is of value for the audience you're trying to attract. Depending on what you're offering as a subscription box, this will obviously look different for everyone. For us, we've created lead magnets like For example, the top 40 questions every mom needs to answer, the birth secret every expecting mom needs to know, et cetera, et cetera. So we've kind of designed them to attract our ideal customers, which is moms, expecting moms, and new parents. Here is the thing. The goal is to add value in exchange for that email. Hence, building an email list should be kind of a a no-brainer once you've figured out how to add value to that ideal customer. Number four, places to grow your email list. Well, you can do this on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, YouTube, Lives. So like Facebook Live, Instagram Live, Stories, TikTok, local radio, local TV. Don't underestimate those guys. Bloggers, influencers, journalists, online and offline publications. There's really no shortage of places nowadays. But maybe you want to at least narrow it down so you don't get overwhelmed. Narrow it down to where you believe your ideal customer will actually be and hang out. And don't be shy to ask family and friends to at least share it. They most likely won't support or buy from you, especially your friends. You think they will, but they really won't. And most likely, they're probably not your ideal customer anyways. But hopefully, if you ask them politely, they'll at least share. Number five, get that email list excited in anticipation for the launch. So you can do this in multiple ways. Uh, You can bring them along your journey. And the best advice I would have when it comes to this, I've learned from others on this because obviously we didn't do it, but it's to be vulnerable. Let them see the struggle, the process. Don't ever be fakey. Don't ever fake it till you make it. Let them in on your vulnerable side. Let them in on your journey from start to where you're going to be launching. Let them in. And Courtney Wisely from Monthly Motivation is the one who gave me this advice. She says, I'm just vulnerable. I'm just real with my audience and my tribe. And they really, really respect that and seem to be more engaged. Other ways, having an insiders or early adopters, a specific promo Having a showcase or showing off your first box once you get that, let's say you finalize your logo, share that with the people on your email list or anything else is exciting along the journey. 
Bring those who have raised their hand and given you their email, something to follow and something to be excited about. It also gives you content to share with them. So as you complete something else on your journey to launch officially, you can share that along with them. Which actually brings me to think about this real quick. Let me just backpedal for a quick second here. If you didn't know it, you don't need your boxes, all your products, your logos, your website, etc. right off the bat in the beginning. That stuff will come. Start with the pre-launch. But what you do need is a list of people to sell to when that stuff is ready. So go ahead and get started on your pre-launch. Don't overthink it and start creating first some value ads you can offer up in exchange for an email. You want to also make that solid and of quality. So those lead magnets, we really try to make them look good right from the start. Try to really do some research on some good stuff and good content for them so that our email list can associate that with our brand. You don't want to send some crappy lead magnet or that exchange of value, some crappy piece of content Because what's going to happen, they're going to associate your brand with being not of value. So make sure you're always giving value in exchange so that they always associate value with your company. Once you have a list, then you can do some creative launches with the aforementioned stuff to get all that hype for your box. This episode is sponsored by LouisAndLea.com. Tired of not feeling prepared? tired of not knowing what to get someone who's expecting? Well, if you're someone you know is expecting, then I would encourage you to go to louisandleia.com. Louis and Leia is a family-run subscription and gift box company that cater to help prepare parents for the birth all the way to the first birthday of their child. Louis and Leia has been around since 2019, and their mission is to better help prepare moms, dads, and babies during the first year with eco-friendly products and free resources. If you're not expecting but know someone who is, They also have the perfect gift because they're not only subscription boxes, they offer gift boxes and an online shop where you can customize gifts for your loved ones. They make perfect for birth gifts, shower gifts, push gifts, Mother's Day gifts, Father's Day gifts, or if you just want to spoil that baby that you know in your life with good, high-quality, eco-friendly products. And right now, head over to louisandleia.com and enter discount code subscription to receive 10% off. Make sure to visit today louisandleia.com. That's Louis, L-O-U-I-S, and Leia, L-E-A, dot com. louisandleia.com, helping prepare you from birthday to birthday. Number six, once you do have something to offer, it's probably a good idea to ask for some feedback. Not only is this information pure gold, it's also a good way to keep your audience or tribe involved in part of the mission and journey. What kind of feedback am I talking about? Well, let's start with the basic something you've already given them. So it might have been a lead magnet that attracted them to exchange that email. Ask them about that. Ask them if the lead magnet was of value to them. How did they like the colors, the logo if it was on there? How did they like the feel of the actual piece of content that you gave them? And if and when your site or landing page is ready, how did they like that part? Don't be afraid to ask questions and people usually aren't too afraid to give you answers. Just ask for some honest feedback. As you put together some initial offers, ask them. Here's our, for example, our November box. What are your thoughts on it? You can ask for some honest feedback and then start using their words that they're using, their vocabulary information to tweak and upgrade your existing product, maybe your offer, and even your website. The ways that your customers or your ideal customers on your email list are communicating with you is a great way to use that for the future tweaking and upgrading of your ads or of your website. You want to talk their language. Number seven, pre-sale. I would have loved to have done a pre-sale. For one, it would have brought in some much needed cash flow. But two, it helps to go over some of the kinks and wrinkles you need to get rid of before opening night. 
So for example, did they receive the follow-up email sequence? Did the payment go through? How did it look like at your end? I would even probably try to call a few of the people that took you up on your pre-sale offer and ask him, how did it look at their end? Was it smooth, the checkout experience, et cetera, those kind of things. Think of the pre-sale as the rehearsal before the main event. Those are probably a couple of good reasons why you should have a pre-sale. If anything, it just kind of helps you to see how the actual process rolls out. Okay, so going back to the email list, how do you actually grow your email list? People always talk about the email list, but how do you actually grow this thing? Organic growth can actually still be attained through nano influencers and some publishers, especially locally. But you can also put a little bit of ad spend like Facebook ads, for example, if your audience is on Facebook, on your lead magnet ads to drive a little more attention to them. How much money? It's a great question because we didn't do this, but I did a little bit of research and it turns out about $100 is probably sufficient just to get some attention, some much added attention to those lead magnets. And this is according to Jenna Kutcher. Now, I strongly suggest that you take an evening or probably five and watch some YouTube videos on this. The last thing you want to do when you're first starting out and dabbling with Facebook ads is you don't want to just boost your post. So you don't want to just post it and then boost it. It's a waste of money. You definitely would be throwing away your $100. But a quick tip when it comes to your Facebook ads, try not to, or maybe just don't stack your interests. You'll see what I mean when you're going through the Facebook ads. You're going to have to pick interests. You don't want to stack them. You'll know what I mean after you watch a week of YouTube videos on Facebook ads, or even if you just go into your ads manager and start dabbling with that. When it comes to interest, try to pick the one you think is the most accurate to your ideal customer and start putting money towards that. But up to $100, you can put a cap on it. If you do have any additional questions on this, feel free to email me uh, once this episode is over. The link is in the show notes, and I'd be happy to help you along with that. Number nine, make sure your Facebook pixel is installed. This isn't technically part of the pre-launch, but if you're going to spend even a few hundred bucks on ads, you might as well at least, at the very least, gain some analytics and valuable data in exchange. So let's say your Facebook ad flops. At the very worst, you don't get any of the pre-sale traffic or you don't get any emails in exchange for that. If you have a Facebook pixel installed, at least you're going to have some valuable feedback, some valuable data that you can at least use and think of that as purchased data that will always be yours. So Facebook pixel, you must have that installed. Too many people eventually launch, start driving paid traffic to their website and don't have this installed. This is a big mistake. Trust me, I also did that mistake. So I'm being vulnerable here. Learn from me, learn from my mistakes. Make sure the Facebook pixel is installed and test it. We thought we actually, so we missed that. We had it reinstalled and still had it wrongly installed. So just make sure it's properly installed. If you need to, I would pay to do that. Make sure that's on there for sure. To wrap things up, Make sure you're continuously working on mastering your copy or your message and always try to narrow down exactly who it is you're trying to target and be flexible enough to pivot. Don't overthink it. The pre-launch is a big part of your business, especially in the beginning, of course, but it's not the end. Take it from me who completely missed it, right? I screwed up, but it didn't define me or my business. I learned from it. You can learn from it. Move on and keep applying those same principles even after the launch. Test, iterate, test, iterate. You're always going to be tweaking, fixing, optimizing. That's part of the business. So go out, start putting some valuable content together and go and try to get it in front of as many people as possible. If you're interested to know which free tool I now use to get in front of more people with one ad or one post, email me and I will get that to you as soon as possible. You can email me at eric at thesubscriptionboxshow.com and I will share that secret tool with you. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, let me know. I love getting emails from you guys and I personally answer every one of them myself. So reach out, say hi, and let's get to know each other better. 
Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Subscription Box Show. If you felt this episode helped you, then please go ahead and share it with anyone that you know that could benefit and learn from it. If you have any other ideas or have a specific topic in mind that you would want me to cover on a future episode of Focus Friday, then let me know by email, eric at the subscriptionboxshow.com. Those links are also in the show notes. If you want more information from today's sponsor, Louis and Leia, simply go to louisandleia.com or click the link in the show notes. And make sure, guys, to use the discount code subscription for 10% off. That's Louis, L-O-U-I-S and A-N-D, Leia, L-E-A.com. Thanks again for listening. I'm your host, Eric Music. And remember, words can inspire, thoughts can provoke, but only action truly brings you closer to your dreams. That's all for this episode of the Subscription Box Show. But your next unboxing is only a few clicks away. Head over to the subscriptionboxshow.com to connect with your host on social media or book a call to give your input on today's episode and what topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes of the Subscription Box Show. Remember, don't be afraid of change. Be afraid of standing still. 